Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Next, what's happening? What you gonna do? You got the money you owe us, motherfucker? We're putting the band back together. You were the backbone, the nerve center of a great rhythm and blues band. You can make that live, breathe, and jump again. Well, me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. So what happens now? Is the food free or do we pay someone? Of course not. They send you a bill. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. They came to work every day, and there were no days off. The show goes on. Right now, in over us, it's looking good. The show goes on, indeed. I am cutting into Andy Poland's sleep time and enjoyment time of watching the Eagles and the Cowboys. Andy, I thank you for being so generous with your schedule. Well, also watching the Yankees and the Indians, and now that's a close game. The whoa, whoa, Yankees got off to a 3-0 lead. Whoa, 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 whoa. Does Andy have more than one TV in his no, view? but I have a remote control, oh, which allows me to go. change the Here channels. we go. <laughs> you know what? I, I've been having to live that one TV life uh, this weekend because I'm here in Milwaukee, and I've got just one TV. It's a glorious what? one. I know. One it, TV? What's well, the matter with you? I could I could easily buy two more and yes, put them could. on the wall in my nice one bedroom apartment, but it would ruin the feng shui. <laughs> and it's only really needed at certain times on the weekend. And so I haven't gone there yet, but I'm I'm telling you, and I'm I'm getting closer now to thinking about it because mm. It's tough. It's tough to not. I mean, Saturday night was maybe one of the most epic sports watching nights in recent memory. Three games, more than three games, came to a boil all at once. Incredible comebacks. A 0 0 marathon game between uh, the Mariners and the Astros. Then you had, of course, uh, the barn burner in Tennessee with Alabama and Tennessee. The most points Alabama's given up, I think, in like 100 years. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You know, with, with all the success that Alabama has had, the two most memorable games maybe in their, you know, the Nick Saban era, the kick six that they had against Auburn and the Tennessee game. Those are the two that come to mind. Those are losses, but they've mostly beaten people. Yeah, absolutely. So you had that, and then you also had, of course, uh, the Guardians rallying to yep. come back against the Yankees. Uh, of local note here in Wisconsin, the Badgers were on their way to fumbling away 
a possible win in overtime against Michigan State. It was all coming to a head, all at about the same exact time, like 7 o'clock at night on Saturday. So that's where I really wish I had three TVs. So what would it take for you to get at least one other TV? It's not going to happen? Yeah, I mean, if if we had it the old way where you could just plug it in and, and you know put it on, but I'd have to have another cable box and I have to pay for that. How about a and smart? Just, how about a smart TV that could stream off your Wi-Fi? Whatever, you know, I, know. I, I don't have two eyes, and, and I got. <laughs> but you, but you still have to flip back and forth. You know what would be great, and they don't make it anymore, is straight picture and picture. Once upon a time, yeah, they tried that. That that didn't work because the the picture in the picture was too small. That's kind of true, but at least yeah. you could keep an eye on it. I, I remember, so, I remember the first big screen TV I had, thirty-five inch Toshiba tube television that weighed two hundred and twenty pounds with yeah. no handles on it. So essentially, the dead body of a longshoreman, you know, some mm-hmm. fat dock wa- worker. <laughs> me and my buddy had to had to haul up the three-story flight of stairs in a walk-up two-bedroom apartment in Buffalo Grove, Illinois, with, you know, sweating and cussing because this thing was so heavy, had no easy way to grip it. But, but are you there? Can you hear me now? Hello, hello? I hear you now. Okay, sorry. I was going to say that TV, yeah, I was going to say that TV at least had picture, native picture in picture because once upon a time, you could plug cable through a coax right in the back of the TV. Didn't need a box. Mm-hmm. And, right, that's why, right. and that's why it could do two tuners off of the naked cable coming in the back of your TV. And, yeah, you're right. The picture was very small, not very usable, but you could keep one eye on the game, and then you could flip with a button, like flip the pictures, flip the pictures. Okay. But I, have, I also have uh, Twitter, so I can check and see if something's going on, and then I can hit the oh, remote no. and change the channel. I mean, I used to have a 13-inch black-and-white TV. And if my sister wasn't around where I could order her to change the channel, I'd have to get off my tuchus and go change the channel myself. I know. I know. And you used to have a big mop of hair and Sally Jesse Raphael glasses and not a care in the world as a young cub reporter down in San Antonio, Texas. But those days are gone. (laughs) They are. (laughs) We got what we got right now. But after it got after Saturday, and I think I tweeted this, I said, imagine not being a sports fan. How could you not be sports is so amazing when it's good or great and it's right you don't even have to be a diehard you don't have to be a diehard of that alabama tennessee game to be completely enveloped yeah yeah i mean it's it's you know i i love movies and plays and things like that but the endings are written these things are unscripted and it's it's sometimes turns out to be amazing and you wouldn't believe the way these unscripted games end like a field goal. Am I cutting out again? No. Okay. A field goal that I'm pretty sure was partially blocked, right? That's why it flew so weird. I never saw a full clear angle and I've had not, haven't heard anything since. Was that thing partially tipped? I I couldn't tell. Maybe he just hit it wrong, but it, it it adds to the, to the game, you know, story to the lore. Yeah. It it went in sideways. Like I've never seen a field goal. I mean, not one of that length and not to win a game that big go in flipping sideways it it was the whirly bird on rocky top and it came Mm. after alabama missed a field goal that would have effectively iced the game so i say that game belongs right up there with the kick six in terms of gobsmacking Ooh, saban just got daggered endings yeah that's my point i mean all those games that they've won under saban 
the national championships, what do they want? Five of them under under him in Alabama. Yeah. Those those two games that, that you mentioned there, those are the two to me the most memorable. Right. And the way Alabama seasons usually play out, would it be a surprise if these two teams meet again in the no. semifinals or the finals? No. In fact, uh, Alabama still controls their own destiny in the uh, SEC West, which is really mm-hmm. all that matters because then they get into their familiar haunting grounds, the uh, Georgia Dome for the SEC championship game. Uh, Tennessee right. still has to tangle with Georgia on their sa- side of the ball. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's all still in front of them. Josh Heupel, let's talk about him for a second. So he's turned around the program in two years, basically, when it was at its low, low tide of Jeremy Pruitt and the whole scandal with them trying to hire a coach a couple years ago. I remember all that, and I was like, man, mm-hmm. Tennessee's falling on hard times. Josh Heupel, Josh Heupel. And I, I just had to check because, you know, I, I don't want to be wrong about this shit. I'm like, that is the guy who played quarterback at Oklahoma. Right? I was going to say, yeah, he, when, when you see him, you know, you go, boy, how did that Humpty Dumpty ever play quarterback? I, right. I said yeah. there can't be another Coach Heupel, also named Josh, who, who had a completely separate career track from the Josh Heupel I vaguely remember quarterbacking at Oklahoma, who I think was a Heisman finalist at one point. He was not a slump in, in, in college. No, no, they had great teams, yeah. and, and he, 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 I don't think he ever played in the pros, but he was an excellent college yeah. quarterback. And, and, I looked and, at, and I looked at the photos, and I saw, I go, oh, it is, is it? Yeah, it, it, of course it's the same guy. I knew it was the same guy. I'm like, he's just enjoyed those late-night coaching meals. Yeah, could be. I mean, <laughs> he's just enjoying know. life, smoking cigars, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you know, we we remember in the Washington area, Richie Pettibone, the great defensive coordinator on those great teams that they had, and then one year as the head coach, and this enormous gut. He played safety in the NFL. You know, he was a quarterback in college. Right. Yeah. That, that, that definitely happens. But, yeah, so the whole thing and uh, the fireworks and the rushing the field and the goalposts being forcibly torn down, dragged out of the stadium. One set of posts ended up in the river. In the mm-hmm. Chattanooga River. The other one uh, ended up in bars in downtown Knoxville. Um, and then you had what I thought was great in terms of a, uh, a lifelong achievement unlocked if you are a big-time Tennessee fan. Uh, their guy, number 11, getting a picture with Peyton Manning, smoking a victory cigar in the locker room. How great is that? Oh, must be great. And and Heifel, didn't he get a box of cigars from, from the sideline reporter? reporter? Yeah. She was like, Jenny well, Dell, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, coach. Here you go. And it was a box of cigars in the mm. trademark uh, checkerboard orange and white. Yeah, you know, for a moment like that, it's almost worth choosing that college just for that. I, I was texting with my son who went to Indiana, as you know, and his great moment was the Christian Watford shot that beat Kentucky uh, his junior year, and they got to storm the court and the whole thing. That stays with you the rest of your life. Those yeah. kids who are at Tennessee that went on the field last night, they'll never stop talking about that the rest of their lives. Yeah, Jalen Hyatt is the kid, uh, number 11 for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Incredible player, and he's there smoking a cigar with Peyton Fanning. <laughs> that legend achievement unlocked is what Vols football tweeted out for that. So you had that. You also had the sweet moments like Hendon Hooker, their quarterback who has just – made the leap like he's it now like this guy is the talk of college football he's playing his ass off and after the game as all the fireworks are going off if the fans are climbing onto the field he's there and a full-on hug with his mom in the front yeah. row yeah that's nice that's he, he was at virginia tech wasn't he 
I believe I so. Yeah. 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 And and, and, and now and, it's and, it's it's clicked in. Obviously, Hypel being a former quarterback, I'm sure has helped him out a lot. But it's good. It's good that Tennessee is is back. Now, I would say this, not even looking at their schedule, there has got to be a stub their toe game coming up for Tennessee. Got to be. Right? Well, they they played Florida. They, yep. they they used to always lose to Florida. Sure. Um, can't spell uh, you can't spell citrus bowl without yeah. the U and the T, as Spurrier yeah, Peyton, once said. Peyton Manning 0 for four against uh, against Florida during his days at Tennessee. So, right. Eh, I don't know. I, just yeah. the incredible high of that. I mean, these are 18, 19, 20 year old kids full of emotions and hormones, right? So mm-hmm. you know you know it's tough to go all the way undefeated. So uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That was a good moment in college football. Uh, meanwhile, let's uh, let's talk about baseball for a second. And I have a friend who is two friends, two good friends on my golf group text chat. Uh, Bobby Miller, Screaming Eagle from uh, Chantilly, Virginia, and Mr. Scott Shirey from Houston, Texas, who is a completely rabid Houston Astros fan. Bob is a bit more mellow of a Mariners fan. He's more sensible. He's more mature than Scott is, but that's okay. And, of course, it was fun to watch that 0-0 game and to be chirping along with my buddies and including the big Astro fan and the big Mariner fan. And I finally said after the Astros hit that home run in the 18th inning? 18th inning, right. Yep. I said... Imagine your entire summer ending one nothing in the 18th inning. Only sadists must like this sport. Well, yes, but it's the Mariners who had not been to the playoffs in 21 years. So to get to the this round after winning a wild card, you know, I think you have to have a little bit of perspective on that. Yeah, but they got one game at home. That was right, it. But it's... But, but well, in the previous iterations of these playoffs, you had a one-and-done situation in the wild card. Round. I know. You don't have that anymore. I know. But still, it's like, I'm just talking about the whole karmic thing of 21 years wandering the baseball desert, right? Right. You're back in the playoffs. You're so excited. That town loves its baseball team. Make no mistake, right? They've had a lot of close right. calls over the years, a lot of great teams mm-hmm. that racked up huge numbers of wins with loaded teams and Ken Griffey Jr. and uh, Randy stars. Johnson yep. and Ichiro and you name it. Ken Griffey. Did I say Griffey? Yeah, Griffey. Griffey yeah. 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 And, A-Rod. And, yeah. Right, exactly. And they never got home. They never got yeah. home for a championship. And here they are finally back in the playoffs, and they win their wild card with two improbable games on the road, and then they finally get back home against a Dynamo Houston team, and they're going tooth and nail, 0-0 for 18 innings, and they lose one nothing. God, that must suck the biggest suck ever. Yeah, yeah that, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. But that's the life you've chosen, right? Yeah, and, and, and this is and, – and then, you know, the Obermans of the world, they're all pissed off because the baseball season is essentially decided this way. You know, it used to be back in the day, 162, you had an American League champion, a National League champion, you played the World Series, and that was it. So the regular season is – basically a television show. It's just to get to this. And the season is this. It's like the NCAA tournament, really. And you couple that with the Dodgers losing. Mm-hmm. And there is going to be a lot of hot takes on Monday. I can hear them already about, once again, changing the format of the postseason. But as we said previously, they're never going to fewer teams because they na- no one has ever gone to fewer teams, ever. Yes, but have you thought about this? I saw this tweeted out today. I believe Howie Rose, who's done the Mets games for many years, a great broadcaster, put this out. What about a format similar to the College World Series, 
double elimination. Oh my God. No, no, no. They they already waited it. First of all, five games is not quite long enough, right? You need sevens. Mm -hmm. And they tried to wait the first round by giving the better team all three home games. Right. How'd that work for Philly? How'd that work for Atlanta, right? Although that was Mm -hmm. the second round loss for Atlanta. But you get my point is that it, you know, it just doesn't necessarily matter, right? Right. Yeah, so, yeah. so if, if it were me, and again, they're not going to go to less teams and never go to less teams, although an emailer did say one time a sport shortened the length of its regular season. Do you know what that was? Ooh, no, I don't. Hockey. When? He said hockey went from 84 regular season games to 82. Yeah. Somewhere See, that's, that's, along the lines, and I'm like, that's so. On the landscape, that, that they <laughs> took two games off and nobody freaked out. Oh, I know. Okay. You want to play less? Fine. And that just call me when you get to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Isn't that so weird? It's like yeah. two games. I, I think it's because they were out of sync with the NBA, and so well, there they was still are. What do you mean? I mean the NBA. Well, this past year it was different, but but generally the NBA ends. Uh, later than the than the hockey all right but it's 82 games yeah just so i think at one point the nba was 82 the nhl was 84 Mm -hmm. and somebody said uh they're only having 82 do you do you need these two extra games (laughs) like i think they did it just so they could be like hey cool look we're 82 games too huh hey how about Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. anyway here's what i would do for baseball because the regular season has got to matter for something i agree I would make it the following. I'd, I'd go back to the four teams in each league making it. Three division winners, one wild card, okay? So if you're a wild card, you've had a good season because you've beaten out all the other potential wild cards beneath your division, division winners, all right? Mm-hmm. And I would go best of seven, best of seven, World Series best of seven. Bing, bang, boom, there you go. That's fair. Yeah. You'd have fewer teams in. You'd have fewer series to sell into, but it would be more sensibly, more fair. Like, this doesn't feel right. As much as I kind of hate the fact the Dodgers are comically overloaded and they buy everybody up in sight, and I'm laughing at the fact that Dave Roberts said, we're winning the World Series this year. You can mark that in the books. Oh, yeah? Okay. Burn those books. Uh, As much as I like to laugh at them, bottom line is it's kind of stupid. Yeah. No, it's just when I was a kid – Boy, pennant race was was a, a term that was huge. There's no really such thing as pennant race anymore. Right. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that said, I I watched more of that 18 inning game mm-hmm. than probably all televised baseball all summer long. Really? Okay. Because I, I I don't always watch a full Nats game, but I usually catch a few innings of just about every game. Well, I do catch a few innings of games when I can in the summer, but summertime is for recreating and playing golf and taking nap yeah. couches on the nap and then or yeah. naps on the couches and then you know whatever. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think I watched more. I was like, man, this is a lot of baseball. But it was so high drama, which is great. I know because every big strikeout it leads to a huge explosion from the home crowd. But it's it's a commitment now. If your team goes all the way, because having done this with the Nationals three years ago. You have to invest a lot of time in this. This becomes a, a, a second job. Sure. Because, you know, the games, the games aren't played in three hours. They're played in like four, four and a half. 
Right. And if your team extends, you know, a series, now they did have one series sweep during the run, but you know, you could have seven games that go four and a half hours a piece. I mean, that's like 28 hours of baseball over the course of a week and a half. It is a lot. It is bad. That said, it's going to be a very teeth gnashing week here in Milwaukee because Hader got two key saves mm-hmm. in that Dodgers series. So even though he sucked when he first got traded, he stabilized. And there's a big difference between theoretical eighth inning outs that you try to convert to ninth inning outs when you say, well, we got a guy who's an eighth inning guy. He can be our closer. And there's a big difference in big moment outs, which Hader is up for. You know, Hader's got the stuff and I think the mindset mm-hmm. for big moments to be a true, true closer. And so that's shown through in this case. And then the fact that the Phillies, who were in freefall mode, Andy, freefall mode mm-hmm. a, a month ago or even less, are now playing in the NLCS. And I've got to hear Bryce Harper talk about how great Philadelphia is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nationals, my mouth. Ni- 19 and 31, get in a wild card. Uh, Hader never gives up uh, game-winning hits. And yet he did. did. And Trent Grisham, Grisham, the young outfielder at the time for the Brewers, ends up booting the ball in right to let the Nationals off the hook and get out of that round. And who hits a big home run this weekend for the Padres? Juan Soto, right? No, and Trent Grisham. Oh, and Trent Grisham. Yeah. I think I think he plays for them. He hit it. I saw Grisham. No, it might have been the Phillies. Hold on. Let me look that up. Trent Grisham. This is another mistake. This this is another Soto mistake. Or Harper. No, he's a Padre. He's a Padre. Trent Grisham. Yeah. yeah. Hit a big home Soto, run. Soto or Harper are going to be in, in the World Series. It's just the way it is. It's you know. Okay. Yeah. Who who do you like better right now in their new city? Soto or Harper? As ex Well, I mean. I I was I, I shed no tears when they decided not to re-sign Harper because Soto was already established at that point. He okay. knew he'd be a good replacement. And and as far as Soto goes, uh, it was inevitable. I mean, he, he was offered four hundred and forty million dollars, and you know how much how, you were not going to be able to re-sign him before he had free agency. So he had to be traded. Yeah. Okay. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah with so many brands to choose from you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid like my bookie bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie you know we're driven by the search for better when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, then there's uh, football. We got to talk about the NFL Sunday. I just got back from Lambeau Field. It was a dismal day and what a ominous day. <laughs> Wouldn't we all like to know? Oh, Ooh. theories. Theories abound, Andy, as to what's going wrong, where the real weakness in the team is. Is it Rodgers and his seeming aloofness and his disinterest in you know being a full part of the team and kind of looking at everything from afar? Is it the fact they're not as good talent-wise as they think they are? Is it possible that they have a bad scheme or LaFleur has been a very lucky coach to win 13 games a year his first three years? Who knows, Andy? But that's where sports radio is here to flesh out all the ideas, to be a problem solver. Hasn't Rodgers told people that this is his last year? That was a report from some guy who's got no actual background like it was a wildcat report like someone just saying i'm gonna say it now so if it comes true i can go huh see i had it back then yeah but i mean the just the look on his face it does seem to say you know okay i've had enough i'll I'll take my 50 million and get out of here i don't i here's the thing and i've been a huge rogers stand i've said rogers today rogers tomorrow rogers forever i said let's ride him until he's in his 40s and the wheels are completely falling off and he's willie mays stumbling in the outfield or johnny unitas with the fucking chargers that said, my knees are starting to wobble a bit on this guy because the vibe I get is just a terrible vibe. And I'll never forget what you told me, which I believe Irving Fryer, then a Redskin, told you about the concept of NFL players and retirement, right? Well, I think this is a, he might have been quoting Bill Parcells. Oh, And Bill Parcells Parcells. once said in the NFL, quote, Andy? Once you're thinking about retiring, you're retired. You're already retired. Yeah. Exactly. And so the more Rodgers talks about, you know, I have other interests than football. I mean, you know, I'm worldly. And, you know, and they say, hey, you're playing Brady this week. He's 45. Hey, how about that? Huh? Could you see yourself? Oh, no, no. I won't be playing that long. It sends the unmistakable vibe of, yeah, okay, I'll play again for you guys this year, but give me all the money, and I'll let you know when I'm done taking your money. And that's a bad vibe, right? No matter how much teammates might go, no, he's a great leader. You know, publicly, they might say he's a great leader. We trust in him. We believe in him. He's great. There's a vibe that's just sort of not right, not committed. My mom, who I've been having, you know, my mom, she's been on the, I've been bringing her on weekly now because she's a big Packer fan, and she clobbered Rodgers the other day. Ooh. And I was Ooh. like, Mom, hot take alert. She's like, he just doesn't seem to be one a part of the team. <laughs> I agree with your mom. I, I think your mom is spot on. You know, just, I, I don't, I don't watch, I'll, I'll watch a full game this week. And, and by the way, let me know if I need to buy the Diet Coke on Sunday morning if you're planning to come. Um, oh, we we got we got to talk about that. I mean, this is a huge game. I mean, it's going to be Taylor Heineke now. And we'll get like to it. the commies in just a hot second in the Snyder Report. Then we'll be done tonight. We can go watch the football game together. Or not together, but apart. Um, yeah, we got to figure out, are we going to try to go? I thought we were. I thought that was dead. I thought your buddy wasn't coming in, so you weren't going. My buddies, my producer Josh is still not coming in, but it's never dead. 
Okay. Ideas with me and aspirations are never dead <laughs> until literally the moment has passed. So it's still right. it's still twinkling in my eye, Andy. I met a okay. listener today at Lambo from the DC area, made sure to come by and say hi to us and say, You want to go to the game with me and some <laughs> other people next week? And I go, I don't know, maybe we should. <laughs> but I was gonna only go if it looked like a sure Packers win. I'm not so sure anymore. <sighs> God, I mean, look, the, the, the commanders won, but the Bears were really bad. So it was such I, a gift, wasn't it? Like that's one know, of the biggest gift wins ever. A muff punt. punt, yeah, that's, and then that was the game. three, punt, three trips inside the five, yeah. and right. they got zero points. That's Going not even fourth and sixteen. Right. I, mean, I mean, you think you think your team is is the rock bottom of the league, and then you watch them play there, and you go, ooh. Wow, there's somebody just as bad. I know, but anything is possible, right, in this NFL. Sure. So Rodgers wasn't great, but the defense wasn't great. There's a lot of things that weren't great. His thumb might be hurt as well. Brady lost to a combination of Kenny Pickett, who got knocked out with a concussion, and then Bitchell Trubisky in -hmm. Pittsburgh just days after he went to Bob Kraft's latest surprise wedding. Sidebar, Andy. What are your thoughts about 81-year-old Bobby Kraft, he of the Orchids of Asia happy ending, marrying a 47-year-old doctor? Hey, you know, if, if you got a billion dollars, you know, you can't take it with you. So why not? Okay, so you don't care from his standpoint. It's up to him. I mean, Do you believe it's love? I have no idea. Okay. You know, I know, he, I know he's in love with himself. Um, but you know, I mean, how about, how about from the 47 year old attractive female doctor's point of view? That's where I'm more critical. That's where I I say, what what is her specialty, by the way? I just saw that she was a doctor. I didn't look her up on on WebMD. Maybe she, maybe she's just sick of dealing with people who are sick and she'll ride it out with him for a while, inherit a gazillion dollars, and then she doesn't have to do what she does. I don't know. (laughs) But he's about to be sick himself. He's 80-something. He's 81, yeah. <laughs> I, I look at it from her standpoint, and I don't know her, and maybe it's love, but all I can think about is, man, these women are all so thirsty. She's already got money. You know that. She's attractive. She could absolutely get a man more appropriate for her age that doesn't need to gobble Viagra to go have a <laughs> tussle in the sheets. And yet she's like, hmm, 81-year-old who's a billionaire, owns a football team. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know, shameless. The, that to me, that's shameless. Like well, I don't, you know, I don't fold craft relationship. Don't, don't. Maybe, maybe she loves him. <laughs> it's not eighty-one and sixty-two. Okay, but you know, it's it, not it even happens. eighty-one and a fifty-five-year-old Zumba instructor. <laughs> it's not. 81 and a 59-year-old former adult film star who's got nothing else going on in life. It's a 47-year-old doctor. Shame on her. Not shame on him. Shame on her. her Maybe that they they can enjoy other things than just a a romp in the sack. I don't know. There hasn't been been a get-together more inappropriate than when Michael Scott started dating Pam's (laughs) mom in the office. (laughs) Well, uh, look, look, Jack Kent Cook married Marlena. 
and, and he never, and all she had to do was like spend a couple of nights with him and she would have gotten like another $30 million and yeah. she never even lived with him. Yeah. So, well, uh, look, I'm just, it's one week. There's still a lot of football left, but can you see the sun setting now of Brady and Rogers yes. in the yes, imminent future? Yeah. Except I think, I think Brady is, is, is addicted to football and can't give it up. And I think he will, he will try to retire again. And I don't think he's going to be able to do it. Will he go out? Rogers could. Will he go out in a white chalk outline like Favre did when he got knocked out in that cold Minnesota game when they had to play outdoors because they were building their new stadium. Remember how bad that looked when he was just Mm -hmm. laying sideways on the turf? Right. That's how Brady goes out. Brady goes out feet first, in other words, on a stretcher when it's all said and done. Although, in the case of of Favre, his teammates went to get him. Like, he was was in Mississippi, and, like, on an off day of training camp, some of the veterans went and flew out there and convinced them to come back and play another year. And he he was done. You know, that was not good. Yeah, that's what I remember. Anyway, it's – I don't know. And uh, let's talk about the Snyder Report for two minutes. I think (laughs) it's the beginning of the end for Snyder. The, the the problem is is that the NFL likes to wait on these things and wait for it to blow over. You know, Don Van Natta is a great reporter. He yes. is a Pulitzer Prize winner. But he did a big expose on Jerry Jones some months ago. What happened with that? Nothing, right? Yeah, but Jerry is not Im- embattled like Snyder is. I understand, but but again, you got to get twenty four votes. I don't know. I don't think they can get twenty four votes to get him out. Oh, I don't think it's going to be a frontal assault where they're going to go rush into this, you know, uh, bee's nest, which is what Snyder is, you know, uh, famous for suing up the wazoo about. I think they're going to turn the oxygen off on his financing. That Well, that could be. The, yeah, rope, that, that... the rope they gave him to buy out his partners that went against league bylaws, mm-hmm. they're going to go, eh, 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 and they're going to turn that oxygen off, and they're going to starve him out. It'll take... Probably two more seasons, but I think he's going to go. Because I don't think the owners can let this stand, this aggression stand. Like the Uh, fact that he said, you know, uh, they're gangsters and they can't F with me. Whether he said it or not or is true, it's out in the bloodstream, Andy. They can't let that sit there. How about this theory? Jason Wright, who's the team president, who was supposedly recommended by the league. Could this be a Colonel Kurtz situation in which he was sent in by the league to knock out Snyder and all that stuff that came in the report about what he said behind closed doors. Could he be the leak on that? That he's a rat? Yeah. <gasps> wow. Didn't I'm even just, think about that. Well, look, look they, they, here, Don Van Natta is, and I heard him on a, another podcast, you know, going to more depth about this. Snyder doesn't have any friends. True. You know, and, remember, and he and you know over the years he's taken. Remember he took Mike Shanahan on vacation. He'd hire a coach and take him on vacation. He had his he had his pool boy Vinny with him for years to be his paid friend. Yeah. So, so I hate to say it, but but our boy Cooley was kind of his friend for a while. Yeah. Lavar no, was his put, friend Clinton for a while. Boys. He so, he befriended so, RG three when he was the starting quarterback of the team, taking him to the White House correspondence dinner. Right. So so who's around to hear these things? Jason Wright, team employee, you know, could could he be leaking this stuff out in an effort to, as you say, start the Coke machine rocking so that they can, you know, tip it over eventually? Yeah, I'll go to the game 
but it's got to be free. <laughs> we need free tickets. I am not paying for tickets. I can't. I won't. Well, yeah. I'm if sure anyone has, here, we'll see. We'll see if this podcast is any listeners still in the D.C. area that have any commander's tickets. If you have any extra commander's tickets, one for me, one for Andy, you want to bring us along, we're open to the thought, <laughs> right? Yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, why not? Right. Life is short. Yep. We might we if Snyder is out by the end of the year, we'll say, hey, we got to see one last Snyder led game. Maybe he's up there yeah. in the box. By the way, did he look awful or what when well, they showed him? Not, not only that, when he first took over his owner and he was thirty four years old, you never saw him without a suit. Never Even when he'd be at a training camp. Yeah. Now never seen him without ne- a suit. Now now he looks like a homeless guy half the time. Well, got, I, I don't get it. He's got the beard and he he looked like I think the best caption for that picture of him was don't worry, we're going to get you a, a nice hot shower and some soup, and you're going to feel a yeah. lot better. Huh? Right. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, Andy. It's a weird look. Let's go watch the Eagles and Cowboys. Very generous with your time, as always. Uh, listen to Andy, by the way, every mm-hmm. day in D.C. on 6.30 a.m., the sports capital, right? Correct. From 10, mm-hmm. 10 to noon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. All right, buddy, I'll talk to you. Hi, Zed. Take All right, care. See you. All right, that'll do it for me tonight. Thanks for listening, downloading, enjoying what I think, well, I know is nourishing, smart, funny, natural spoken word conversations about sports and life. That's why you come to this podcast, right? Not for my ruggedly handsome good looks or the occasional good sound bites that I play. Didn't hear any sound bites today. Okay, I know, I know. You come for the discussion because you feel like me and Andy or me and Jay or me and Charge or whoever are right there in your car with you or they're, we're with you on the mower as you're cutting your grass or doing who knows what listening to podcasts. And I thank you for that. I'll try to keep the smart, intelligent conversation going. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a great Monday, and we will see you tomorrow. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.